Hello and welcome to the EMG Health podcast. Sam Boyasi here, Head of Publishing at EMG Health. And today is actually the final episode of the year. Uh, so I thought it'd be very, very timely to take some time to reflect on the past 12 months in pharma to really kind of recap on what an amazing year it's been for pharma, especially taking steps into the right direction in so many ways. It's been a year of a lot of change and we've seen lots of exciting developments, but We'd be here all day if I was to run through all of those and I'd probably be boring you to death. Uh, So I won't go through everything and just pinpoint some areas in particular that stood out to me and us here overall this year. Uh, So I'm just going to pick out some of these common themes. uh, And I think the first topics that I want to start off with is major acquisitions, which is something that we've previously covered in some of our monthly recap podcasts. But the main ones that stood out to me this year were early on, we saw Celgene being bought by BMS for $74 billion, which essentially saw two of the world's leading oncology businesses merge to create one leading biopharma company, which is just fantastic. In addition to Saro, another oncology specialist, was also acquired at the start of the year by GSK for $5.1 billion. And then later in the summer, another monumental acquisition took place when AbbVie announced that they had bought Allegan for $63 billion. And then more recently, Roche bought Spark Therapeutics. So we're seeing a lot of promising examples of collaboration as pharma continues to adapt uh, to kind of suit the new changing world, which I think is just fantastic. And I look forward to seeing even more of these in 2020. As for appointments, I think the major one, which is more so recent, I would say, uh, was Paul Hudson, who was announced to be leaving his post as CEO at Novartis. And he then took on the CEO position at Sanofi. And I believe he started around four months ago. And other major appointments include Mark Mallon becoming the new CEO of Ironwood Pharmaceuticals and Richard Sackner being appointed as the new CEO of Sandoz. Now let's move on to patient centricity, a, a term thrown around in healthcare, but this year we've really seen advancements with patients becoming an integral component to the way pharma companies operate. A lot of these things is stuff that we have covered in previous issues of Gold Magazine this year, from patient happiness to really taking control to helping the development of their own drugs and treatments. So I really do encourage you guys to go and check some of these out. Now, innovation labs like GSK and Leo Pharma's are proving successful, and we're seeing expert patients assuming roles in advisory panels as well. And an important shift in perspective is occurring, with more focus on the people who aren't necessarily experiencing the disease or condition themselves, but the ones affected by a patient or loved one suffering. And there is an increase in recognition that practical and emotional support is required for the carer as well as the patient. So carer centricity is something which I hope to be hearing and reading a lot more about in 2020. Now, a prominent theme in pharma this year has been prevention and detection, and we are seeing more and more companies channeling their resources into medical devices, as well as researching tech that could predict diseases with the hope of preventing them occurring in the first place. And this theme of prevention was a feature as well in our May issue of Gold magazine. And more recently, Pfizer and BMS have teamed up with Fitbit uh, with the hope of identifying people who have an increased risk of heart stroke. And these kinds of prevention and predictive capabilities will become crucial in identifying conditions at the earliest possible stage and are an exciting indication of what kind of role medical devices will have in pharma's future. 
And other tech giants like Amazon and Google and Microsoft have all been collaborating in R&D efforts and entering the healthcare space, which really, to me, signals a real transformation and interesting uh, and an interesting time for pharma overall. But understandably, pharma has traditionally been cautious and even resistant of embracing social media platforms, again, kind of leading on from the technology aspect of things. But this year, they have clearly seen real value in embracing it as they push for better communication with patients and the wider public, realizing that regulation and compliance doesn't have to be a barrier. And as a topic, social media is being discussed and debated at conferences like CAN and Eye for Pharma, where pharma marketeers are advised on the best ways to utilizing all of these platforms that are available for them, but in the best possible way. And I think one main thing that I have learned when it comes to social media and the pharmaceutical industry is that less is more. Now, one major highlight, I really, really wanted to mention this because it's just so fantastic, is Merck's Ebola vaccine, Avebo, becoming the world first in achieving approval status uh, and the extent of antimicrobial resistance is a subject coming into the forefront after the World Health Organization in the UN labeled the problem a global crisis. So I'm really, really excited about that. And I think that's absolutely fantastic work on Merck's behalf. And additionally, at the start of this year, the first medical cannabis clinic was opened in the UK and more recently Europe, uh, which launched the first medical cannabis registry for patients with chronic conditions called Project 2021. Um, This will no doubt be a topic we'll be hearing a lot more about in 2020, something that, again, we've talked about very briefly in gold before. And I do urge you to go and listen back to a podcast that we had a few weeks ago where we had our guest Montel Williams speak about cannabis as a use of uh, as, as medicine overall so really really interesting stuff there and if you want to find out a bit more about this topic go and check that out so as you can probably gather it's been a very very busy and positive year in pharma and the landscape of the industry is evolving at an incredibly fast rate and with that in mind i can't wait to see what the year ahead holds overall uh, and if 2019 is anything to go by i think next year should be a promising year for change and innovation If you want to check out some of these topics in more detail, we have covered them all in the last four issues of Gold. So be sure to go and check them out at www.emg-health.com. A little announcement, we are actually publishing six um, magazines next year instead of four. So there'll be one every two months instead of one every quarter, which is really, really exciting. So we'll be bringing a lot more exciting topics to you guys in 2020. Anyway, that's it for now. I'm wishing you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Thanks for listening this year and we'll see you again in 2020.